0: Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls. It is Chris Logan with another Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show here on Planet Radio 106.7. What do we do during the Power Hour? Well, we go in on what's trending, some of the daily stories, uh, headlines for the day, local, statewide, national, worldwide. Uh Uh-uh stories. That's messed up stories. Got a lot of cool stuff to get to today. So glad you're here. If you're listening on Planet Radio 106.7, thank you. Are you streaming audio on the website? Listen to the planet.com. Are you listening on the app? If You don't have the app on your device yet? Go to the App Store. Go to Google Play and search for Listen to the Planet. And then also we are streaming live. If you want to watch the live video feed, that is in, or actually on, I should say, our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. You can see me inside of the Chris Logan Media Studios. You can see old Glory flying on the wall, my Mendez's hat, my 8x10 picture of John Travolta and Mickey Gilly, my cassettes, my Blantons, my rare stash. Got some cool stuff here, in, here inside the studio. And I have a cup of coffee. This is not whiskey. It's not bourbon. It's, it's coffee this morning. In my broken Cobra Kai mug. My sister got me this for Christmas a couple, three years ago. And it has the Cobra Kai logo on it. It says, Strike First, Strike Hard, No Mercy. And I broke the handle off of it, but I couldn't throw it away. So now I just use it without the handle. And I mean, what, I mean, what better way to drink coffee than in a Cobra Kai mug? What's coming up today on the Power Hour? First off, I've got to say thanks to Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the official restaurant of the Chris Logan Morning Show, and also thanks to Mendez's. I just said Mendez's, right? Thanks to Motor City. They also power the morning show, Joe Paul and the crew over at 1111 North University in Lafayette. 20 years are celebrating this year, so go by and see them. Go by and tell them happy anniversary. Go by and check out the selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs, motorcycles. Still could be that camper on the lot. Looking for a work truck, looking for a work van, cargo van. They have some of those on the lot. And if you can't make it there, go to MotorCityLA.com, their website, and you can see their inventory without making it down to the dealership. So uh, on tap this morning, Joey Chestnut. Little cocaine was found at the White House. Where did look? Where did your mind go whenever uh, you, you found out or you saw the story about the the white powder found at the White House? I'm like, dude, where where was Hunter? That was that's where I went. Was Hunter visiting? Uh, also, what else? Oh, the lady on the American Airlines flight who she got off the plane. And she said that I'm I'm getting off. Y'all can die, but that that guy in the back's not real. And still, there's not many details about what she was talking about, but there are a lot of videos circulating on social media about it. You may have seen that. Uh, also a local, I, I say local, wasn't local around here, but a sheets gas station dropped their prices to $1.77. So probably $1.78. They marketed. Their gas at 1.776 in honor of the 4th of July. Now, I see that Steven commented on the Facebook Live this morning. He says, I know you're about to talk about sheets. They're one of the things I miss most about living in Ohio. 24-hour food, just walk up to the kiosk, enter whatever you want to eat, and they just call you number when it's ready. He says, almost like a regular gas station version of Bucky's. Didn't know that uh, about sheets. I saw that story. But I didn't know how cool the gas station was. And then Brent also commented, I stop at Cheats often when I travel for work. So it seems like it's a, a cool place. Uh, Steven also says, need those down here since it seems we won't get a Bucky's anytime soon. Yeah, I know. Uh, what else we got this morning? A tree fell through a house in New Iberia. Youngsville getting an amphitheater. Did you see that? That's pretty cool. Got an uh uh-uh story. A woman gets a DUI after showing up drunk to a job interview with the police. Saints tight end Foster Moreau says his cancer is in full remission. Looks like Meta might launch that Twitter competitor. They're calling it Threads. And also the 25 funniest movies ever made. Going to get to that coming up inside the show this morning. I guess we'll be able to get to all of that. I I hope we will. We're going to have a lot to get to. Oh, yes, and uh, I say yesterday. I, I keep thinking that today because we had off yesterday. I worked a little bit yesterday afternoon, but I keep thinking today's Monday. But it's not. It's Wednesday. And we have a short, short week. going. Oh, and by the way, I'll, I'm going to be out on Friday, taking an extended weekend. So I'll be off Friday morning and then off the weekend, but I'll be back on Monday. So I hope you all are cool with that. I, I need a little break. Finally, have a weekend where I'm not DJing or doing anything. So uh, doing an extended weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Everyone I talk to that I say that, they're like, oh, dude, you, you deserve it. Go longer than that. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have time to go longer than that. <laughs> only, only have a few days, but I won't be doing the show on Friday. We'll just have some music rolling Friday morning for the show. But I did get an email from someone saying, hey, I missed the power hour. How do I go back and listen or watch it again? And that's a great question. Now, the Power Hour, the video, stays on our Planet Radio Facebook page. You you can see all of them. We also have Brent come in, and we'll go ahead and approve that time off. Thank you, Brent. And uh, so you can go back to our Planet Radio Facebook page. You can watch the videos. Now, we also have a podcast of the Power Hour. It's called the Planet Power Hour. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Apple Podcasts, and I believe Google Podcasts as well. But the cool thing about Spotify, Spotify allows video podcasts. You can actually see the video if you subscribe to it on podcasts. Or subscribe subscribe to it on Spotify, I mean. And then also, if you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can check out all my previous Planet Power Hours that I had before we launched Planet Radio 106.7, and I only had just the online station called The Planet. So you can go back a little bit. But where do we start this morning? We got to start with Joey Chestnut. Dude won the hot dog eating contest. Oh, by the way, it's 808, 80 degrees, mostly sunny, listening to Planet Radio 106.7. But Joey Chestnut wins the 60th Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest after a two-hour weather delay. And I thought this thing was canceled. Because I saw a few posts yesterday, and I forgot about it. It was almost noon and I started seeing a few posts. And I'm like, oh, dude, I, I forgot about the hot dog eating contest. But the post that I saw, and there was one from ESPN, said that it was canceled due to severe weather. But I don't think Joey Chestnut was having any of that. He was like, I came to eat hot dogs. It's just a little bit of rain. Let's go ahead and get this thing done. So not only is he the champion again this year, he could be the savior of the 2023 hot dog eating contest. From what some people were saying, Uh, Joey Chestnut, and there's a tweet here from Kenneth Heasley. says, hear me out. I'm not saying the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is going to happen, but at Joey Josh just came out and said, I quote, I'm going to get the rest of the guys out, and we're going to do this. Beep. And it's a picture of Joey Chestnut. He looks pissed. And it looks like he's walking out. He's walking through the little area where you know the contestants come out and they go up to the table. It looks like he has it on his mind. Like, we are doing this. I trained for this. I am Joey Chestnut. We're doing it. And they did it. It was back on at one o'clock Central Time, two o'clock Eastern. The whistle sounded at 218, 10 minutes. And 62 hot dogs later, Joey Chestnut was the winner. He ate 14 more than the second-place finisher, but 62 far below of his projected total. That was expected to be about 71-72 hot dogs and buns. Or maybe I should say dogs and buns, because the buns with the weenie is the hot dog. My fault. Maybe the two-hour delay just took a toll on everyone. But nonetheless, Joey Chestnut won 62 hot dogs. At the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. As for the women, Mickey Sudo, she ate 39 and a half hot dogs and she claimed her ninth Nathan's famous hot dog contest championship too. Maybe we need to have our own hot dog eating contest here next year. I don't know. Uh, also, this was like the number one trending story, although the uh, mainstream media probably trying to, to hide this one. Hey, I'm wondering how they're going to spin it. But cocaine was found at the White House. And it sparked a brief evacuation of the White House. And when I saw that, saw the, you know, at first it was a white powdery substance. And I'm thinking, oh, damn, is it anthrax again? Remember we went through the anthrax thing uh, around, what? That was after 2001 and the terrorist attacks. Remember we went through that? It's like, man, are we having that again? Or was Hunter Biden hanging out at the White House? And that's where where my mind went, Hunter Hunter Biden, I don't know about yours. Now, there's no truth to whether uh, it was Hunter Biden's, but he was at the White House a couple days ago. He was gone with Pops and the fam. Uh, They were going to Camp David in Maryland. But according to this story from the BBC, I was trying to look for a story that was legit and also a story that was not from, from mainstream American media. And the BBC says the U.S. Secret Service is investigating after cocaine was found at the White House on Sunday night. The discovery in the West Wing, which contains the Oval Office and other working areas for presidential aides and staff, led to a brief evacuation. Secret Service agents found the suspicious powder in an area that is accessible to tour groups while doing a routine inspection. So that's probably what happened. Man, there's probably a tour group, somebody dropped their eight ball and they hit it in this little container. That's that's probably what happened. You know, that that's you know, if we're going to if we're going to believe stories, let's just believe that one. President Joe Biden and his, and his family were at Camp David at the time. A senior law a law enforcement official told the BBC's US partner CBS News The substance was found in a storage facility routinely used by White House staff and guests to store mobile phones. The White House complex was closed as a precaution around 845 local time on Sunday after it was discovered. And then a test later confirmed that it was some cocaine. The Secret Service will lead a full review of how it got into the White House. They said cameras and entrance logos would be examined to determine who had access to the area where it was found. Cocaine is a Schedule II drug under the Control Substances Act, meaning it is a high potential for abuse, according to the USDA. Uh, also, this story goes on to say the West Wing is a large, multi-level part of the White House that contains the offices, okay, the president, Oval Office, whatever. So I mean, there's so many cameras, right? There should be. There, we we should know who who had this cocaine. Now, is it going to be anybody related to the president? Even though it could have been, probably not. You know, it's it's, it's not going to be that. But dude, I, I'm going to say this: Can you imagine the headlines and the stories and the and the protest lines if this would have been the previous president? Good lord! <laughs> If this would have been while DJT was in the White House, man, imagine that. (laughs) Imagine the fun the media would have had with that. But, you know, the internet was also having, having fun with this, as the internet always does. There was an internet game of Clue. And there was a lot of memes going around. Uh, A lot of memes with Hunter Biden, like there's this one here. I don't have it to pull up, but it's uh, Tony Montana sitting at the desk with a big white pile of cocaine. And instead of uh, uh, Al Pacino's face, it's Hunter Biden's face. Another one of uh, President Biden saying, repeat the line. And then it's it's, uh, Hunter Biden with the rolled up dollar bill saying, okay. Another one, Hunter Biden with drugs in the library. So that is, uh, that's like the reference to Clue. But who knows, man? We're probably not going to get the real story anyway. Uh, what else this morning? By the way, it's 816. You're listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. This story, you, if, look, if you're a big TikTok user, you may have seen the video of this. A woman disrupts American Airlines flight. Foxbusiness.com calling it a meltdown over a not-real passenger. She says, I'm getting the beep off. Now, I I don't consider it. I don't think this woman was having a meltdown. I'm not sure what this woman saw. I, I don't think there's any interviews with this woman to, for her to say exactly what she saw on this plane. Look, and I, I don't know if she was drunk, she was high, she was on LSD. I, I mean, look, let's look at both sides of the story. Right, that might have that might have been that might have been. Maybe she had too many drinks at the at the bar before she boarded the flight. But then, what if she wasn't? What if she was normal? She wasn't drunk, and there was some kind of robot sitting next to her, or some kind of alien or something sitting in the back of the plane with her. Who knows? All right? Let's be fair and balanced. Let's talk about both sides of the story here. <laughs> but if you see that video, she like she comes down the aisle. She's like, y'all can stay on the plane and die if you want to, but that back there is not real. And there's just—you you could tell there's, there's, um, I don't know. Like her voice is cracking. There's some seriousness in her voice. It almost sounds like she wants to cry. And she says, "Quote: I'm telling you, I'm getting the beep off. There's a reason why I'm getting the beep off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it." And she says, I'm out. She says, I don't give two beep, but I'm telling you right now, that beep back there is not real. You can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. Now, I, I didn't read anything about a flight that uh, crashed or anything like that. So I'm, I'm not sure what this lady saw. I, I don't think there's an update to the story uh, yet. It's unclear whether this woman was arrested or anything You know, after she was taken off the flight, but I'm sure there's going to be an update, or I hope there's going to be an update to the story. It was all over TikTok yesterday. Um, so our question of the day today, too, we got to get to this. Got some great answers. Question of the day is, what drink had you so messed up you swore you'd never drink it again? I mentioned mine. Last hour, uh, for me, I have three. Everclear, uh, I had shots of that when I turned 18. Because back when I was 18, you could legally drink. And that's what my friends were giving me. And I remember them dropping me off. And I woke up, I was on the floorboard. And that's really all I remember. I, I, I blacked out. I remember Everclear floorboard house. Just one, It was just one of those uh, one of those nights. And I think most of us had one of those nights. Uh, also Jaegermeister. dude, I can't do Jaegermeister. And, and that was always the shot of choice that people brought up to the DJ booth. And just the, <clears throat> I kind of threw up in my mouth a little bit, just the smell alone of Jaegermeister. But I had this one event, um, and it was back when I worked at Planet Radio. I'm not going to get into the story. I'm not proud of it, but there was Jaegermeister, Tsunami Sushi, Yellow Card, Grant Street, and our record label rep, and that was not a good night at all, and then also there was this other time with cheap gold tequila, and there was a lot of shots of that, and uh, that was not a good night either, so uh, Brent comments uh, McFried with the Jaeger shots, yeah, he was always one of the guys that would bring that up, (laughs) but question today, answers, let's see, uh, Hunter says you got to tell the story about yellow card and tsunami shots. Uh, Hunter knows that story. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say all of it here on on the show. Anna says tequila rose. Brent says I had a bad experience with goldschläger. Oh, dude, remember goldschläger? Uh, Jack and Coke. Christian says peppermint schnapps. Dude, all those schnapps back in the day would get you peppermint schnapps. Uh, I saw a few hot dams. Uh, what was the margarita one? Cactus juice. They had the. It was like DeKuyper, Kuiper. I think that was the name brand. And they had this whole line of liquor in, in shots. Uh, let's see. Chris says tequila poppers from a bar in Juarez, Mexico in 1996. Cool. Uh, Mark says Goldschlager because I wanted to get all the gold flakes out. Uh, let's see. Nick has a funny answer. Once ordered a Coke and got a Dr. Pepper instead, ruined my day. Never again. Uh, Ian says I drank a six pack of Zima black cherry. It was back in college, 2004. got so hung up, got so hung over. I threw it all up on the floor next to the bed. It made a big giant dark red stain on the floor. And it looked like someone gutted a pig in my bedroom. That was that was, uh, was pretty descriptive there, Ian. Thank you for that. Jeremy says, fireball, I drive heave. No, he says, I dry heave just from smelling cinnamon-scented stuff now. Holly says, Jägermeister, never since 1993. Matt says, crowned Coke. Rebecca says, hurricanes in the heat of the purple peacock. Wasn't that like the Thursday night thing at the peacock? Uh, what did they call it at the purple peacock on Thursday nights? Was it the beer bust? Uh, my friend Todd Artigo would play there sometimes too, and, and there's another uh, few people that played, and it was always the uh, uh, or it was a beer bust on Thursday nights. Is that around Thanksgiving either way? But yeah, Purple Peacock and the Hurricanes. Uh, Ian says Dollar Night at the Plaza. Had a few things to drink, but later on that night, puking my guts up, I could taste the Jägermeister. All I could taste was the Jägermeister. He says I don't drink that anymore. Johnny says, Saki put me down for three days in the summer of 2 Dude got it down to the summer of 2 Had to miss work the second day. You know, but that was the difference between now and us back in the day. You could, you could go out back in the day, man. Now, you know, younger kids might call in the next day. Uh-uh, dude, we went out. The, we went out one night. If you went out on a Wednesday night, maybe you went to college night at Cowboys, you were at work the next day. At 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. Still had your same clothes on, dude. You smelt the smoke. You had your wristband on. And you're probably still a little drunk at work. That's just what we did. That's how we did it. That's why we're Gen X. Uh, Kelly says, Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill. Hadn't crossed my lips since 1991. <laughs> Brandon says, Goldschlager and Hot Damn, New Year's Eve 1999. Took a shot every hour. Michelle says, Jaegermeister, a lot of it. Uh, Joe says Jose Cuervo, <laughs> he's not my friend. Tequila says Brandy, uh, Mad Dog twenty twenty, another tequila here. Candace says Hot damn, but a lot of Jägermeister answers. Uh, a lot, and Jägermeister will do it to you. Gosh, but it was so it was so cold. Remember, all the bars and clubs had the Jägermeister machine, and they poured you a little shot. Oh, it's like black licorice, man. Not good at all. 823, you're inside of the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Got more coming up inside the show. Sheets, this gas station, dropped their gas prices for the 4th of July. Uh, what else this morning? Foster Moreau says he is in remission. Going to get to that coming up. A tree fell through a house in New Iberia. Got an uh uh-uh story. A woman got a DUI after showing up drunk to a job interview with the cops. So she had an interview with police and she showed up drunk. She might've stayed out too late the night before. Maybe she's a bit older. She used to do it back in the day. She's like, man, I don't have time to go home, shake this off. I'm just gonna go and go to the job interview right now. What else we got? Oh, threads could be coming out. That's Meta's answer to Twitter. And that could be tomorrow they could launch that. So that's coming up in the 25 funniest movies ever made. Dude, we're going to have to get, we're going to have to, we're going to have to hurry. We got a lot to get to inside the power hour. So we are back in three minutes. Planet Radio 106.7. So welcome back to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Uh, remember, you can listen on the radio, which you're probably doing now. You can also stream on our website, the audio stream, listen to the planet.com, our apps. Go to the App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet, download the app. Also, we have a live stream going on right now. You can see me inside of the Chris Logan Media Studios every morning for the Power Hour. The live video is up on our Planet Radio facebook page also our question of the day today is what drink had you so messed up you swore never to drink it again and getting a lot of answers david says remember aftershock it was basically listerine with alcohol i remember that and i'm getting a lot of comments also on my personal page i was reading off some of your answers on our planet page got this on my personal facebook page too craig says aftershock Kind of brought me that to, to what you said, David. He says, how I didn't die that night is beyond me. Boy, and we all had some of those nights, man. You think back, like, what? What happened? Tequila, Boone's Form, Jaeger, Tequila, Southern Comfort, Jaeger, Fireball. See, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of answers that are, that are the same. Jaegermeister, uh, Fireball, Tequila. Uh, someone said Jungle Juice. We made Jungle... No, never mind. I'm not going to give you that story. Uh, Screwdriver, says Barbara. <laughs> Megan says, my stomach is hurting just reading all the comments. MD2020, Jeffrey says, Cisco. Dude, Cisco from back in the day. That was a, that was a purple drink. Um, before, what, Sunny D, that commercial with the purple stuff? Purple stuff was Cisco back in the day. No, was Cisco purple or was that purple passion purple passion was purple Cisco wasn't purple but wasn't Cisco wasn't that the drink that everybody said they had embalming fluid in I don't know if that was real or not uh Long Island's Schlager, MD 2020 ah uh, Zima all right so we're, we're all throwing up in our mouths a little bit let's get to some more stories uh this was trending and Stephen commented on the Facebook Live this morning about the gas station sheets, and he said it was it's, it's a really cool spot, kind of like Bucky's, but not as big as Bucky's. But Sheets celebrated the Fourth of July holiday with a special offer for its customers. The gas station chain shared that it's reducing gas prices to $1. $1.776 for seventeen seventy six that year, reflecting the Declaration of Independence when it was signed, and and all that stuff back in the day. Pretty cool, right? Customers at the Madison Heights Sheet said it was a peaceful way to celebrate the holiday. (laughs) The lines are long, and customers sometimes waited an hour to fill up their tanks. People like India Booker says it's mostly worth it because, quote, you can't beat that price, and other customers agreed. You know, lowering it to $1.76, they may have had some people that went into the store to buy things. And then also, when you do stuff like that, you know, lower the price, they probably lost a little bit of money, but odds are you're going to go viral. And for the money you probably lost, you probably can't buy that amount of marketing with it. So, I, I think when people do stuff like that, genius. Genius. More props to them. And then having it seventeen seventy six is awesome. one dollar and seventy seven. How do you say that? $1.776? I don't know how you say that. But it would really be rounded up would be $1.78, right? Because six is bigger than five, and that would round up the seven to eight. But it's cooler, one point seven seven six cents. No one did it around here. Maybe that's an idea for next year. Racetrack, Bucky's, you know, man, um, you know, Mr. Chevalier's, uh, Conoco that he got on the corner, he can do that. 1776 next year. Remember that if you have a gas station. Um, I saw this too. So this movie's not getting much press, not getting much coverage, but I saw a few people posting about it yesterday that they went to watch it. Sound of Freedom. I I, I guess it's around here and it's a movie about uh, sex trafficking. It is a true story. And a review of Sound of Freedom says, Sound of Freedom follows the inspiring story, inspiring true story, sorry, of Tim Ballard, a former government agent who puts his life on the line to rescue hundreds of children from sex trafficking. After an operation that saves a young boy from trafficking, Tim learns that the boy's sister has also been sold into the sex trade. At first, he continues to operate under Homeland Security, but when funds run out, he takes matters into his own hands with the help of a small team. Tim launches an investigation to save the boy's sister and save many other children and bring the perpetrators to justice. Might have to go check that one out, man. You know, something that um, should be more in the mainstream, and we should be fighting more, but we're not. Kind of gets, gets swept under the rug. Other things kind of take precedent with the news media uh, over, than over you know, headlines and stories like that. Um, also, this is a local story. Imagine a tree falling through your home. Happened in New Iberia. This is from klfy.com. Story says it was a normal day for Louis Gage and her family. Or sh- Sorry, it would be Louise Gage and her family. When tragedy stuck out of nowhere, struck out of nowhere. Why can't I read again? You need to go back to the first grade. A tree fell on top of their house, leaving them without a home. On Wednesday night, a storm passed through Jennerette, which uprooted a tree next to the Gage's mobile home. The tree fell on top of the home with Mrs. Gage and her family inside. Mrs. Gage says, quote, I was sitting on the sofa. My grandson was in his bedroom asleep. My husband was in the back in the bed where everything happened. Out of nowhere, she heard a loud bang. All of a sudden, she says, it sounded like a freight train coming together. Something just like a boom. Miss Gage's husband, Bernard, was asleep when the tree fell through the very room he was laying in. Louise said she immediately got up to make sure he was okay. Mr. Gage says, or our, our she went on to say, I was in a daze. I ran to the back to see if he was okay, but there were glass and everything on the floor. I had to get my slippers and run again to try and find him and see if he was all right in the back, end quote. When it was determined that everyone was all right, Louise and Bernard immediately called for help. Multiple first responders showed up to get the tree off the house and patch up the roof. St. Mary Parish District 11 Fire Chief Clarence Clark said he knew exactly what he needed to do when he got the call. and they went and got the tree off the the mobile home and and helped that family out. But could you imagine? Also this morning, let's see, another local story. Uh, I saw this, may have been Monday. Saw a picture of it. Youngsville Sports Complex, man, they're doing it big in Youngsville. There's an expansion of the Youngsville Sports Complex. And they're building an amphitheater. That's just one part of the Youngsville Sports Complex expansion. Youngsville Mayor Ken Ritter said the whole area will be a place for recreational elements and something the community can enjoy. Mayor Ritter says it is expected to hold between two and 3,000 people. He went on to say, quote, we realize Youngsville is growing rapidly. The sports complex has been very successful. He said, quote, before we lost the opportunity to purchase nearby property to expand the great things that are happening here at the complex, just our city council and their wisdom and the desires of the community, we bought more property, and that's all we're doing. Mayor Ritter said the city saved money in in an efficient but unusual way. He says, I'm really proud of the fact that's repurposed dirt from a drainage project. To me, it just illustrates the fact that we can improve drainage and we can improve the quality of life and we can do them together as part of just rebuilding the community. So it looks like they took some dirt from another area and then brought it to the land that they purchased to build this amphitheater. He said the savings of about $500,000 was key to the amphitheater being built. He says if we didn't have the dirt available from the drainage project, we wouldn't be doing this. It would have been cost prohibitive to bring in that amount of dirt, but they're putting the dirt to good use for the amphitheater. Um, kind of looking at it here. There's an illustration, but I I can't zoom in on exactly where the amphitheater would be. But there's a lot going on in Youngsville, and it looks pretty cool. I want to wonder what kind of shows you are going to bring there. You know what's going to happen in the amphitheater. You know, like will we see. Uh, Luke Holmes, you know, we're going to see uh, Joe Poteau and the Barbed Wire brothers there. You know, we're going to see Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, like, you know, what kind of shows are going to come to the Youngsville Amphitheater? We'll have to wait and see, but that's pretty cool. Uh, this uh-uh story, by the way, it's 838 listening to Planet Radio 106.7. This is the Power Hour. I'm Chris Logan, your host of the morning show. Got an uh uh-uh story. A woman got a DUI after showing up drunk to a job interview with police. That's something that you don't want to do. A 39-year-old woman in Indiana, she was looking to get a job at her local sheriff's department. She had an interview last Thursday morning. But instead of giving her the job, they gave her a DUI. The interview was at 845 in the morning. And they said they could immediately tell that she was drunk. Her speech was slurred and her breath smelled like alcohol. When they breathalyzed her, she was twice the legal limit. And this is pretty idiotic. She drove herself there. Twice the legal limit, she drove herself to the interview. She eventually admitted as she had been drinking that morning. They arrested her for operating a vehicle while intoxicated and locked her up on a $1,500 bond. Her name is Nicole Snydecky. I think that's how you say her last name, kind of a weird last name. See her mugshot here. And her eyes are a little red. Your pupils are a little dilated. But I mean, that's not how you're going to get the job. Like I never understood that sometimes. People going out for a job, and oh, you're going to be late. And, and things happen. Some things do happen. You might get a flat tire. Uh, maybe wake up late, whatever it is. Dude, the kids are acting up. Uh, you got to pass them a couple slaps in the car you know, before you drop them off at the babysitters of school. Kind of makes you late. I mean, those things happen. But if you're going to show up to a job interview with the sheriff's department drunk, what's, what, what do you think would be the end result? Like, are you? I, I guess she was that drunk that she didn't even think about it. But, uh-uh, come on. Uh, also, Saints tied in. Foster Moreau says his cancer is in full remission. So that's good news for Foster. Foster a previous LSU Tiger Ball. And doctors discovered the cancer back uh, late March. If you remember, uh, it was, I think there was some indication that maybe, maybe something could be wrong when he was doing a physical with the Saints to join the team. And he says, quote, after a few tumultuous months, I've been blessed with the news that I am in full remission from Hodgkin lymphoma. He posted that on social media. He went on to say, I'm so grateful to everyone who reached out to offer their love and support. Our prayers were answered. From here, I will continue to live my life as God intended. So Foster grew up in New Orleans. As I mentioned, he played for LSU. He was a Tiger and then the Raiders drafted him in the fourth round back in 2019. And he had some time with the Raiders, had some time with Derek Carr, and now he is a saint. So hopefully he stays healthy, and hopefully he can do a little damage on the field this year. I'm, I'm ready for football. I'm just ready for football in general. High school football, whatever, college football, uh, Cajuns football, I know some of you are ready for Tigers football, NFL football. It's almost that time. Preseason is going to happen in August. Saints got a pretty decent schedule. Uh, if the Saints can put it together, man, we might be able to make a run. You know, maybe in the in the uh, playbook it was written that the Saints should have a good season. You know, because we, we know what's going to happen. It, it's all a script in the NFL, correct? Remember when all that was going down? I mean, but you got to think, I mean, sometimes you have to think a little bit, man. And there's some things that happen like, you know, with the, with the Rams and the pass interference, which I don't like thinking about because it brings back bad memories. You know, the missed tackle in Minnesota, Yeah, you know, like just some of those things. And you're like, man, was it something more than just a missed tackle or a missed call? It just, it just makes you think. But I'm sure if you got a kid in high school, you know, you're probably ready for some high school football. Friday night lights. Um, you know, it's that time of year. And look, I, I've said this before on previous shows. Maybe not on, you know, the radio, Power Hour, but when we just had the online station, The Planet. I'm more of an NFL fan. And the reason being why I am is because... I, I DJ a lot of wedding receptions and always have on Saturday. So it's very tough for me to get into college football because that happens on Saturday and happens maybe on a Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. You know, I know nowadays, especially the Cajuns, uh, they have some Thursday night games. Other colleges have, you know, midweek games. And that's pretty cool. Sometimes I, I get to go to that or, or watch that. Because it happens during the week and not on the weekend, so it's like Sunday is my day to watch football. You know, cook some lunch, cook some supper whenever the Saints are playing. Kick back, and uh, you know my my parents come over, my brother and them come over, my you know my sister, my family, everybody comes over, and we we rotate houses to watch watch the Saints game every Sunday. So that's what I'm looking forward to: little football on a Sunday again. But we're not far away. What a little over a month, four or five weeks away. July, the last month, without NFL football. Um, Also, this here. And apparently, Zuckerberg really wants to stick it to Elon Musk. Because Meta, remember their answer to Twitter? Twitter, the new app called Threads, it's supposed to launch tomorrow. Tomorrow. Now, according to this story, users of, of Twitter are looking for alternatives. They're leaving in droves, according to the media. And that's because what Elon Musk just kind of wanted to let things fly, and people didn't like that. People didn't like that at all. <laughs> um, but, see, I, I was hoping that the fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg would be for the launch of this maybe this new app. Look, I win, you don't launch it. You win, you can launch it. I win, I get it all. Let's put everything on the line. You win, Zuckerberg, you get it all. That would be awesome. A winner-take-all cage fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. So the Threads app, reading this story here, linked to Instagram, appeared in the Apple App Store on Tuesday, yesterday, ahead of the supposed launch tomorrow. Meta has launched a countdown website for the release. A preview of the text-based conversation app says Threads will be a place where communities come together to discuss everything from the topics you care about, what we allow you to say, and what we allow... Oh, no, no, wait a minute. That's not right. I'm reading the wrong thing. Uh, where communities come together to discuss what we say and not what you. I'm I'm still reading it wrong. Threads will be a place where communities come together to discuss everything from the topics you care about today to what tomorrow will be trending. Ah, that's what it is. I'm I'm sorry. I thought you wanted you wanted us to post about what you wanted us to to post about. I'm, I'm sorry. A preview of the text-based conversation app says Threads will be a place. Um, I just read that. Uh, Let's see. Let's go here. Whatever you're interested in, you can follow and connect directly with your favorite creators and others who love the same thing, just as long as we approve it. Or build a loyal following of your own to share your ideas, opinions, only the opinions that we let you share, and creativity with the world, according to the promotional text. I added a few uh, ad libs in there share your ideas and opinions only if it matches up with ours. If it doesn't, got to go somewhere else. Got to go somewhere else. Let's see, screenshots suggest people will be able to use their Instagram handle to log into threads and follow their existing contacts. The app appears to share a similar user interface to Twitter with similar features including reposting, liking and allowing users to limit who can reply to their posts. Hmm. So Threads is aptly named for a Twitter rival, but it was originally the name of a 2019 app that Meta launched to compete with the youth-focused messaging app Snapchat, according to the story. Okay. The product was later abandoned, but Meta retained the branding. So it looked like Meta had threads available. I don't remember that back in 2019 to compete with Snapchat. And apparently they couldn't beat Snapchat. So they put it on the shelf and then now it's rebranded and they're going up against Twitter. So I wonder what's going to happen. If people will tend to use Twitter still or if this threads thing will take off. I guess we'll see tomorrow. A spokesperson for Meta said the company had no comment on the planned launch. Let's see. Meta will join a growing field of platforms including Blue Sky and Mastodon competing to replace Twitter since Elon Musk took over late last year. Because the site, where they, they say, became more difficult for its estimated 250 million users to access used to love elon now now they don't like him dude made electric cars yes dude bought twitter no no why why did you do that to us elon uh, 25 funniest movies ever made uh, let's get let's see let's see the top 10 I saw some of these, man, and I I don't agree with it, but it's, it's not my style of comedy, I guess. Number 10, and look, I've only seen probably, I don't know, a handful of these. Some of them are older, some are newer. Number 10 from 1940, His Girl Friday. Number nine from 1964, Dr. Strangelove. Number eight, this is a funny movie. I'm glad to see it in the top 10 from 2007, Superbad. I like Super Bad. That's a, that's a good one. And number seven, Anchorman from 2004. That's another good one. Young Frankenstein, number six from 1974. Number five, a whole different style of comedy. 1975's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Number four, The Princess Bride from 1987. Number three, Dazed and Confused from 1993. Number two, Some Like It Hot from 1959. And number one, from the year I graduated high school in 1993, Groundhog Day. Come on. I couldn't come up with something better than that. It's not a horrible movie, but that's number one. And it's from movieweb.com, the funniest movies ever made. Number one is Groundhog Day. Uh, Let's look at the others real quick. Caddyshack, 25, something about Mary, 24, Ghostbusters, 23, Friday. There we go. That's number 22. Friday is in my top five. I was hoping that would be in the top 10, but it's not. It's number 22. Shrek, number 21, really? Office Space, number 20. The Hangover, number 19, okay. Number 18, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut airplane number 17 dude airplane god that that one's so funny too another one of those older movies that might not make it today Shirley, you can't be serious i am and don't call me Shirley. uh hot fuzz number 16 i haven't watched that bridesmaids number 15 ah, okay that one's funny 22 jump street come on number 14 really The Big Lebowski, number 13, okay. Number 12, another classic that would not make it in today's world. But still funny nonetheless. Blazing Saddles, number 12. And number 11, Duck Soup. Back from 1933. Man, I might have to look up some of these old comedies. These these funny movies. His Girl Friday was number 10, I mentioned that. But duck soup number eleven, Doctor Strange love number nine. But dude, airplane blazing saddles—that's uh thats some good stuff. Couldn't couldn't make it these days though. Uh, and what about this? This is kind of cool too. A, a way to reconnect with yourself. This is from the Journal of Happiness Studies. By the way, it is eight fifty-three, coming close to the end of the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. If you need to feel a little more enthusiastic about life, feeling alive may come more naturally when we're young, but as we get older, we don't have to lose touch with our youthful spirit. A series of experiments on the benefits of nostalgia found that reflecting on positive memories from the past increased people's feelings of connection between who they are now and who they were then, which made them feel enthusiastic about a new day. Nostalgic music has been shown to be a powerful way to evoke this feeling. How cool is that? And that's true, man. Music in a a song will bring you back. I'll give you a, a You know, a a, a good feeling, a happy feeling, maybe an exciting feeling. Now, look, songs can also do the opposite. Songs can bring back feelings, good and bad. But it says if you want to connect, you want to feel a little more enthusiastic about your life, connect with nostalgic music. And that is just what we're going to do, and that's just uh, what we're doing here on Planet Radio 106.7. You know, man, Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, they, there was an event at Church Point called the Buggy Town Get Down. It was put on by the Church Point Community Development Corporation. They are a nonprofit here in town and they do different projects around town. They do different fundraisers. And Saturday, that Buggy Town Get Down was just a community involvement event. Three, the band 337 played, which do great. They do a great job. Uh, Wayne Singleton and then also uh, Jansen Mott played. So it was all in all uh, a nice night. There was a fireworks display, but I, I, you know, I had a few people come up. I, I want to say it was four or five, and it was very surprising. Some I knew, some I didn't, and because I was walking around and people would stop me, I had a, a Planet shirt on. Some guy said, "Man, I, I just want to shake your hand," and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Thank you." I was like, "For for what?" Man, for bringing back the planet and that music, he's like, you know, I graduated. I forgot what he told me. Like in 2002, I uh, said, "Man, th- like all this music was nowhere." Thank you for bringing it back. And then, you know, a- another gentleman, probably somewhere around my age, I'd never seen before. Hey, man, I just, I just wanted to say thank you. And I was like, "You're welcome." Uh, you know, there was uh, another younger guy <laughs> came. He's like, "Man, I just wanted to shake your hand." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> how you doing?" He's like, I, I just wanted to meet you." And I'm like, dude, well, thank you. Appreciate it. But, but I mean, you know, the, the response on planet radio has been off the charts. And I want to say thank you for that. You know, it was, um, I would call it, it, it was off the charts when I launched it, just the online station, you know, back in April of 2022. And then I was approached, approached by Katie and a broadcasting group, uh, earlier this year, put it on the radio, put it on 106.7, so I said yes to that, and then so we turned it into Planet Radio 106.7, but, uh, you know, all the online stuff that we use for Planet Radio 106.7, I was using that for the past year and a half with just my online station, and I think I had four or 5,000 app downloads, you know, just for the um, online portion, and then, you know, this with uh, with the radio, I mean, the response has been great. So thanks to each and every one of you for listening and becoming citizens again. So uh, on that note, I'm going to go get a tissue, wipe wipe the tears out my eyes, and we're going to get back to 90s and 2000s rock. So more coming up. Stay close. Planet Radio 106.7.